0: Daniel. Daniel chapter 11 <laughs> Praise the Lord.
1: It's a real joy to be here with you tonight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'll be okay. Just want to say hello to everybody on YouTube in Vimeo and Livestream and the other various internet yes, platforms, Facebook and etc. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, as we go to your word, we ask that your Holy Spirit would come right now and that he would breathe upon the scriptures and that we would receive fresh revelation, illumination, fresh anointing. We thank you for a breakthrough anointing in the name of Jesus. We all agree to say amen. 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 Okay, Daniel 11, verse 32. Those who do wickedly Mm. against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. Well, the covenant, of course, we now know we we have a new covenant. There used to be the Old Covenant, but in essence, what we still have is still the Bible, right? We have the Holy Bible. And there are those uh, in the past uh, who would do wickedly against the covenant, try to change it. Anytime you try to, you try to tinker with the truth and alter it, it's going to bite you sooner or later, okay? You can, you can try to politicize it. You can try to change national laws. You can do things like that, but if you try to alter what God says is true, it will come back to hurt you. And it says the covenant, it says he shall corrupt with flattery. The he right there, referring to the Antichrist. Now, I'm not teaching on eschatology and time events, but don't, don't be overly concerned with the Antichrist. It says he will speak with flattery, he's gonna be very smooth, very suave, super sophisticated, and he will move multitudes by the what we would call false anointing mm-hmm. that That's is right. upon him. Mm-hmm. But he's very easy to identify. It says by the Apostle Paul, 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 2 says that he will operate in signs, wonders, and these wonders will be lying wonders. Mm-hmm. So he will move in the supernatural, but there's so much faintness to it. So look for the lying wonders. And it also says he will operate in all unrighteous deception.
0: So the devil's a liar.
1: He can't hide it. Okay? So you'll see lies everywhere associated with the, uh, with the Antichrist. And you'll also see deception. But it's easy to spot it because it's, un- it's unrighteous. It's just dirty everything about the devil is dirty so it'll, it'll have so many things going against the word of god that he'll be very very easy to identify we have a lot of people today that would just love to be that person they find they up, they've already sold their souls to be it and i don't know who it's going to be but uh, we'll easily be able to identify that person when that person begins to move and is brought forward now but the people who know their god shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Would you say the word great exploits? Great exploits. Praise God. Tonight, let's talk a little bit about great exploits. Now, uh, if they were able to put the scripture on the screen, that would be nice. If not, that's okay. But here's a little, here's a little theological note. The word great exploits in your Bible is actually in italics. What does that mean? It means it's not there in the original language. So it's actually not there in the original Hebrew, but that's okay. The translator still did very wisely in putting those two words in there because what we see here in verse 32, it says, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out. So the word carry out or the word King James uh, version, the word do, okay? Do great exports or carry out great exports that word carry out is loaded in the Hebrew, okay? And so here is what it means. It means a display of strength through action, through the making of something, the producing, manufacturing, even fabricating of something that is something that would be considered to be a great accomplishment, okay? So this is a great accomplishment. It's the Hebrew word "asah" And The translators pop the phrase in there, great exploits, because that's exactly what is referring to. Great exploits. Well, like what's a biblical great exploit? Think of it like this: you have David taking out Goliath. Woo! The total underdog doing something, going after something that everybody thinks this is suicidal, this is crazy, but he's a covenant man, he's a man of faith, and so he ends up killing Goliath and Chops his head off with Goliath's own sword. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Great exploits have proofs. In other words, you can say, hey, David, we, hear, we heard you did that. Yeah. Oh, where's the head? Oh, here it is right here. And when Abner took David before Saul, but Saul was like, who is this guy? I mean, who's his father? Who is this guy? So Abner comes against gets David, and David's walking with the head of the giant. And he comes into the presence of Saul, and the first thing Saul sees is when he sees David up close, he sees David holding that head. Mm-hmm. What is that? Proof, mm-hmm. proof of a great exploit. Say proof. <clears throat> mm. There's going to be proofs in your life. This is very, very important. We must have proofs. Proofs are a product of actions. Now we know in James chapter one verse twenty-two, it talks about don't just be a hearer only of the word of god but you need to be a hearer and a doer because it's very dangerous if you get really casual and lax with that because it says if you're a hearer but you're not a doer you will even end up deceiving your own self Mm. and that's the problem thing watch out be careful with all the social media i love social media but a lot of people hide behind social media with a big voice but the reality is there's no substance But they have an ability to have a create a platform that would try to present something that's, you know, all of this. But if you go there and you say, can, can you show me proofs? There's no proofs anywhere. Mm. There's no Goliath here on the wall. There's no sword of Goliath anywhere. There's no proofs, just a lot of hot air. I call it smoky mirrors. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And you no can't smart. fly very far on that. No. Yeah. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. There has to be proofs. Here's, here's why. The people... In the world, they're not spiritual.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're not spiritual, you're going to have to give them proofs. Not just me. You. We all should. Mm-hmm. Why, Pastor Stephen? Can't they just take it by faith? No, they can't. They don't know anything about that. That's a mm-hmm. spiritual concept that uh, is something that we as Christians operate by, a principle of God. But they can't do that. So for the unbeliever, it has to be something that they can see okay, or something that they can touch. And God is going to work through you so that you have proofs. See, here's what they're looking for. They're not just looking for us to give them an explanation or to give a theory or to give our opinion. They just want to see, hey, is what you're saying, is it actually producing in your own life? Sure it's quiet tonight in Orange County. Does that make
0: sense? Yes. <laughs> they, they want
1: to be able to look at your life and say, hey, when you're saying this, You're saying these things, but I need to see it in your life. So God is going to give you miraculous proofs.
0: Amen. Amen. God is going to give
1: proofs that you are positioned as the head and not the tail. Mm -hmm. Get ready for it. These are going to be amazing things that God is going to do in your life this year. Say this year. This year. All right. Thank you Lord. Now as we're looking at these great exploits. Be careful with all of your prophecies. You need to hotly pursue the prophetic words you have. And I've got some good ones. I've got prophetic words from Apostle Gary. I've got prophetic words to me from Bishop Bill Hammond. I've got prophetic words from some of the best in the world. But here's the thing. You can't just be a collector of prophetic words and then think it's just going to happen automatically. Because it's not going to. If you think it will, You'll turn the prophetic into like a daily horoscope.
2: That's right. Remember, they used to put them in the
1: newspapers. Hardly anybody reads the newspapers anymore, right? But they used to have the horoscope in the paper. And you turn in there. Uh, if you're Gemini, or you know, if you're uh, whatever Aquarius, whatever, you'd find your sign, and then you'd see what your daily horoscope was. Mm, today's going to be a good day. Somebody's going to give me money. Oh, this day is going to be a good day. It says I'm going to receive a promotion. And so you, it's, like, it's like a horoscope, you know. But see, people can do that with prophecies. And they start like, oh, so-and-so said this is going to happen. Yeah, it'll happen if you put wings to it. It'll happen if you if you put effort to it, if you put work to it. But you just can't let it sit there. Because, look, very few prophecies are what I would call sovereign. In other words, God said it, and it's going to happen like you're not. You're too far in, and you're too committed. This thing is going down, and now you're locked into it. And of course, if you get a sovereign word, that's tremendous. Uh, Bishop David Onyedipo said that he was walking one day. He had just given away his Mercedes-Benz. So this was decades ago, before he came into the great poverty he, he knows today. But he had just given away his Mercedes-Benz because the Holy Spirit told him to. And that was like the token symbol of his prosperity, the little bit that he had achieved at that point. But he had been so faithful in tithes, he had been so faithful in sacrificial giving, he had poured out his heart in the ministry and he finally had a Mercedes Benz and then the Lord told him to give it away and he did. Hallelujah. And so he's, he gave it away and it, now, now he's walking. You know, a lot of people be like, oh, here I am walking, Lord, can't you see I'm walking after what I just did? <laughs> but he's walking, praising the Lord because he, know the, he knows the Holy Spirit told him to do that. And God spoke to him and this is what God said. It's too late. Whether you want to be rich or not, it's too late. You're going to be rich.
0: Mm-hmm. And today he's
1: the wealthiest pastor in the world. In the world, the wealthiest man in the world, wealthiest pastor in the world, wealthier than any of the American pastors. Or he is just absolutely loaded because that anointing's on him. Okay, so he received a word from the Lord. But see, here's the thing: most condition, most prophecies are conditional. You have to take it, and you have to believe it, and you have to go to work on it. And and the the key prophecies over my life, I've got them all printed out. I've got them on my phone. I've got them in my briefcase. And I look at them, not yearly. I look at them daily. And I read them. And I look at them, and I say, this is coming to pass in my life. Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of you, you're going to do such amazing exploits that family members Are going to stand back and they're going to they're just going to say we had no idea who you who you even were we don't even understand
2: you. Amen.
1: You know you just have to love them because a lot of them in some ways will never really understand you because you're you're moving in the spirit and they're they're moving in the flesh so they can't really (laughs) figure you out but they can be very puzzled by you and even righteously intrigued by you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's going to be really really good. Now. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's talk just for a moment about just several of the price tags that are associated in order to do great exploits. How I many of you are ready to do something that's it's what God puts you on the planet for? I'm talking about something epic. Yes, Praise yes. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Woo, thank you, Jesus. It's the thing that inspires you. Now, there are some in the church, they're totally satisfied with being nominal, with just, you know, waking up and going through a Monday life, uh, or a mundane type life, and eventually they die, but they knew Christ, and so they're in heaven. And that's good. I have a feeling tonight there's a different group here tonight. Uh, You really believe you're here for a purpose, and you don't want to leave this planet. Uh, until you've accomplished yes. your assignment, yes. Yes. And I believe there are great exploits yes. on the inside of you that by the power of the Holy Spirit is going to get done. It's going to get done. Yes. To get done. And it is something that will affect the lives of many people. So let's talk just a little bit about some of the associated price tags that are required to pull this off. Now, number one, to get into great exploits, the number one price tag is that Of exposure. Tell the person on your left, say exposure. Mm. Tell the person on the other side, just tell them you need some more exposure.
0: Mm.
1: You need to get around greatness. You need to get around greatness. I preached one time in a church. It's one of the largest churches in America. Me and Kelly were there, and it's it it was it's uh, it was like a city. It's it's that big. And when I went to the office of the man of God who was hosting me, he said, Stephen, uh, he said, this is my office. And he began to tell me how much it costs just to build the office. And uh, the, the office was probably more than some churches. And he wasn't hosting. He was just saying, this is what the Lord has done. And he showed me the office and showed me the facilities and things like that. And when I got back, when I got back home, I told my wife, I said, we're getting a new ministry center. That's exactly what I told her. I said, We are getting out. And she was the same way. She was lit up with faith. What? Exposure. Mm-hmm. Exposure. And I said, We're going to go out looking. I made some calls on uh, on Monday. And the first pl- I was so in faith, and she was so in faith that the first place that we looked at, we knew it was it. Wow. And it was a beautiful facility. And uh, uh, we signed on it, and I, I was so sure of it, but when I walked into one of the rooms that would, been, that would end up being my office, I knew God was in on it, because there on the wall was a painting of a, of a horse. And I had actually written about that horse in my book on angels. It was the horse called Man of War, and it was hanging there in the, in the room that was going to be my office. Ooh, I said, ooh, I like that picture of that horse. I said, that couldn't be... And the lady, the owner, she shouted out, she said, that's Man of War. Mm. Well. <laughs> 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 she said, if you sign on the dotted line, she said, I'll follow the painting. I said, just pull up the paper.
0: It's crazy. Gone. Hallelujah. And we moved right in
1: and <laughs> let him pour in to renovate the whole place, brand new floors, paint, everything, grapes, just we made it absolutely beautiful until we graduated out of that and ended up buying our own place instead of having to lease, which is good. But the Lord bless us to go on beyond that. But my friends, exposure mm. can literally tilt the way you think and view things. Amen. Woo, you have to get around it. You yes. get around it, it'll start yes. getting on you. It'll start to get over on you. Right. And see, it works both ways. Things affect me. But I also, by God's grace, have been able to affect others. I was talking to one of my online church members just just a couple weeks ago, and he said, Stephen, he said, I was listening to, and he named the name of the minister who has the largest church building in the world, bigger than the Rose Bowl, filled every single Sunday morning, to overflow. And he said, He said, that man of God who runs that church, he said he just mentioned your book on mantles last Sunday. Wow. I said, he mentioned my book. Oh, I said, yes, he's, he was talking about your book from the platform of the largest church in the wow. world. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> See, what happened? What had happened? He had read my book. What had happened to him? Exposure. He's looking for information on mantles. And so what is he trying to get? He's trying to get exposure to that type of revelation knowledge. What? So he can go into it. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're going into something new tonight.
0: Amen, yeah.
1: amen. You're going into something new. Yeah. This is very, very important. You will attract what you res- what you respect yes. in this area of exposure. You will attract what you respect. Yes. That that's why if you are bitter or upset with the people that have money, can't you see you're keeping it from coming to you? Mm-hmm. If, if, if you agitate or angry about it, but see, God would like to make you wealthy. So yes, you, you can't yes. step into something that you have a grudge against. Amen.
0: Mm, thank good, you, Jesus.
1: So those things that you respect, sure. somehow through I believe spiritual laws, they start moving towards you. Mm-hmm. Me and Kelly will be in will be in France in just a couple of months, ministering there, and uh, in Catholic type, uh, charismatic Catholic type meetings. And uh, last time I was there ministering in France, one of the evangelical missionaries. He was just stunned. He's like, Stephen, how do you get into a Catholic church and you get to speak and do all of this stuff? He said, I've been here for, for years and years. They would never let an evangelical do this. And I said, I love them and I respect them. I have great respect and admiration for their saints. And so something somehow that love is felt, and it just opens the door, yes. it opens the door. And so these things will start coming into your life. And I, I have great respect uh, for the mystic saints. See, you're going to need different anointings in your life, so you have to pull for what you need, okay? You, you're going to need different type mantles and graces, but one that I've always pulled on was the, the one of the mystics, the ones that had the deep walk with God. And because I, I just reverence that in the eyes of the Lord, the Lord began to introduce me to those type of people. Matter of fact, last time I was in France, the, the, the Catholic priest said, Stephen, um, next time you're here, maybe we can go see uh, Brother So-and-So. He lives in Paris. And I can let this out because it's a giant city. You'll never find him. And, and this is a mystic. He's a saint. He's a holy man of God. And all he does is pray for the Pope and the, the Cardinals and the Bishops and the leadership of the church. And he said, last time I was at his place, he was praying so hard that when he finished his prayer and he got up to greet me, he had this the crown of, of stigmata all around his head. And uh, so... These things are very, very real. There, there used to be men in other countries on the other side, literally on the other side of the planet. Years back, I used to think, wow, they have a great walk with God. Wow, I just would be so neat to meet them. I not only met them, I ended up ministering with them. I ended up in their houses. I ended up with friendships. I ended up relationships. How does all of that happen? How does those things happen? It happens because of divine exposure, and you have a respect for these things, and they'll start coming into your life. Some major things are going to come into your life. Some major doors are going to come into your life, and it's because of exposure. Now, I'm from a rural area of North Carolina. I have met people in my county who have never left the state, who are in their 40s. Now, watch this. I have met people in their 40s in my county who have never left the county. Woo! Okay. So, by the Lord's blessing, me and Kelly have been able to travel all over the world. And that exposure allows you to see things that a person who's just pulled back many times will not be aware of. And so there's things God wants to step you into, and He's going to give you some new exposure. Woo! Say out loud, say, I belong there. I belong there. God's going to bring you into it. Say, I belong there. I belong there. God's going to pull you into it. God's going to make you a part of it. Praise God. So that's one of the great, the great price tags. And the thing with exposure is you've got to expose yourself. If you can't, in a sense, get around it, because maybe there's a wall. Maybe it's another nation. You can't, you're not even allowed in there or something like that. You still need to start reading or studying to try to do what you can to tap into it. By the way, there's some very beautiful fragrances starting to go through the place right now. That's the Holy Spirit moving. Now, let me say this. There are people who would spend $500 a month to finance to buy a car, but they wouldn't spend $50 to buy a set of books to save their life. And they can't get the exposure that their mind needs to go into these areas of doing exploits. But the more you read about it, the more you hear about it, faith starts rising up and you say, well, I can do the same thing, I've got the same God. I've got the same God, hallelujah. And He'll start moving you into it. He'll start moving you into it. Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So be willing to invest into those types of things. It actually says in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23, it says, by the truth, and it also says, by wisdom. Mm-hmm. By wisdom. So you can buy your way into these things, and there are some things for some of you. You need to pay the ticket, and you need to get into that event. You need to get into that training situation. You need to spend the money to do well. Pastor said that's two hundred dollars to get into that closed event. Well, then pay the two hundred dollars to go to it, because you need exposure to that knowledge. You need exposure to meet those type of people. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. The door is going to be there. The prophetic words are hovering over you, but you have to put the works to your faith. Say, I'll do it. I'll do it. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. You need a close walk with God. It says here that the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits.
0: Woo! Mm
1: -hmm. Close walk with God. Watch this. He'll start bringing people into your life. He'll start bringing the things into your life. He'll start releasing the anointing upon your life that you need to go in the direction that you as an individual need to go. Mm. And it's quite exciting. If you want if you want to start your own business, if you want to start your own ministry, and you're really sincere about that, God will bring help into your life. I remember coming out of Apostle Gary's church back in the uh, mid-1990s. Just, uh, you know, I mean, Apostle Gary prophesied over my life. You know, there's a calling and things like that. But, you know, you have to move with the prophetic word. And I thought, well, if it's true, and I believe it is, I've got, I've got to get my ministry incorporated. But this was like really, in a sense, before internet days. And I'm like, God, I don't know how to incorporate my ministry. I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. I said, please send somebody that will help me. And the Lord sent a person into my life. I, I just started having a conversation with this guy one day. And I said, oh, what, what do you do? What, what makes you happy? He said, you know what makes me happy? He said, I like helping ministers who don't have an incorporation. I I like helping getting them incorporated. Those were the very crazy words out of his
0: own mouth. I said, please, wait, say that again. Did
1: you just say what I thought? He said, yeah, that's what makes me happy. For some reason, I get real happy helping new ministers start their ministries and getting them incorporated. I said, we need to sit down and talk a little bit longer. And he helped me incorporate my ministry here in the state of California. And he said, not he said, not, not only will I help you, but I incorporated uh this one minister. And he pulled up his his original paperwork and had made a copy of it, and he said, We'll kind of run your platform just like off we did his, his name, this little minister named Tim Story. Ever heard of him? He said, yeah. he, said just, he said, We'll just uh, tweak it to yours and, and things like that, and just uh, stuff started coming together. And um, you, you just have to run with it. You start running with it. And then I had somebody help me with a website. And then things start coming together. And then, see, it start stirring in your spirit. That inspiration, that dream will start to stir in your spirit. And it's like I would close my eyes and I'd start seeing nations in front of me. And I thought, Lord, I don't even have a passport. And the Lord was like, well, why don't you get one? Okay, I'll do that. I've never been anywhere outside of the country, except one time in high school, we had a field trip to Mexico, because I lived in Texas, okay? So I didn't really count that. But I said, Lord, I'll do that. I'll get my passport. So I got the passport. But what would happen sometimes in the evenings, it would be an almost, in, in, it would be the most incredible urge that a few times that I tried to resist it during dinner, I told Kelly, I said, I can't, I can't even finish my meal. I've got to stop. And we lived in Tustin, Tustin Ranch. And in the evenings, it would hit me so strong, go out to the park, there was a softball field, and walk to Bleacher's. And I would go out there and I'd do it for about an hour, sometimes two hours, and I just walk the bleachers back and forth. And all I could see was nations. And there was nobody there, just thinking the angels and the Holy Spirit. And I guess you'd see nations. Now, I've never been anywhere, uh, you know, still getting my passport brand new. Oh, wet behind the ears, but oh God, you're gonna do it. Ooh, 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 just would burn and burn like fire. Mm. I did that. I did that for about a year and a half. And then, wow. boom, the call started coming in. Wow. Call started coming in. And then we started going. And then we started going more. And we started going more. And we going more we've been going ever
0: since.
1: Wow. Woo. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Exploits. Introduce exports. exploits. Yeah. You're going to move to a new level. Praise yeah. the Lord. Okay. You know, it was it was after I'd done that for uh, several years, me and Kelly, going to the different nations. Uh, that the holy spirit uh, really moved on me real strong one day when i was when i was in prayer and i knew that i needed to go down to the office to pray so i went down to the office to pray it was uh, it was eight o'clock at night and i prayed from eight o'clock all the way till about eleven o'clock and a real strong anointing came in the lord jesus came into the room in a vision and he talked to me, and it was then that he said, from now on you're going to travel business class whenever you travel internationally. And we've been doing that. But see, we've been doing that now for about 10 years, and it's wonderful. Even we have our tickets for, you know, later this year when we travel international. But the thing is, the Lord's been stirring again, stirring again. Pastor Steven, what's he doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. I bore here, here on this side tonight. Oh, hallelujah! He's been stirring again, and it gets on me so strong. I just have to walk in the spirit. Get off somewhere. And walk in the spirit. Because every time I close my eyes, I see the jet plane. Somebody help me out there tonight. And every time I close my eyes, I see the the the, the Falcon 50 jet. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord makes it real easy for you. Every time you're trying to move forward, he'll give you good inspiration. So Billy Graham's son, Franklin Graham, just moved his entire jet division right to our little bitty county. And he's got his uh, Falcon 50 there, Falcon 900 there, bringing in uh, in just a couple of weeks, bringing in his Gulfstream 550, hallelujah. And he's got out of the Greensboro, Greensboro Airport, he's got a Boeing 787 loaded, full of all kinds of medical equipment. They can do all the surgery right there in the plane. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, and so this little big airport in my little bitty county is one of the most beautiful airports in the world. And we're going to have our hangar there. And we're going to fly out of there. I won't have to go to Charlotte anymore. I won't have to stop in New York anymore. Just fill the plane and go nonstop straight from uh, literally only about a 10-minute drive from my house, drive to the airport, get on the plane, go nonstop in Europe. Praise God. God amen. Amen. Nonstop. All the way to London. Thank you, Jesus. Come and that's one of the things the Lord told me he said you have a lot of work to do in London mm. thank you Jesus oh, I see great exports for you mm. you're going to do something great and people are going to look at you and say how do you do that How do you do do that? And if you dare to believe the Word of God, you get exposure. You you see others that are doing it, and you're thinking, they're no different than me. They've got the same God, the same Holy Spirit. I can do it too if God will anoint me, and God will give me the wisdom, and He'll take you into it. He'll take you into it. Can you say yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. So you have to have that close walk with the Lord. Close walk with the Lord. And those things that you're moving into, that specific path for your life, God can do some of the craziest things in the world to confirm, to establish, and to encourage you in your, your path that you're taking. I remember one time I, uh, Apostle Gary, ministered at one church, and the pastor um, uh, the pastor kind of roughed me up a little bit. I think maybe he was just having a hard time maybe going through some things in life. I found out maybe that he was some battling some things and dealing with some issues, and so he just a little bit rough to me. And uh, he sent me on my way, and uh, he was just kind of like cold, like an old dead fish, kind of cold, praise God. Not very (laughs) personal, not very nice, and uh, I just blessed him and ended up down the road, but uh, I was very discouraged about that. And I got a phone call, and I looked at the caller ID, and I didn't even know who it was, and uh, I answered the phone, and I said, hello? He said, is this Stephen Brooks? I said, Yes, it is. He said, This is Apostle so and so from Dallas, Texas. He said, I was in prayer. God just gave me your phone number, told me to call you and tell you, wow. You're going to get that plane. Wow. You're going to get that jet. Wow. <laughs> There's all kinds of things God will do. Wow. And one time I was in my room, I was praying. I was on my knees just like this. I've been praying for quite some time. Oh, Jesus, I praise you. Hallelujah. And I felt a, a, just a total peace, total peace come over me. And when I. When I just yielded to that peace, I went up, straight up. I went straight up into heaven, and I had fallen into a trance. Remember it says in Acts chapter 10, when Peter was on top of the roof, he fell into a trance, okay? So I just fell into a trance. A trance is when your physical senses are suspended, and you're not aware of anything physical, you know, you're not aware of the room you're in, or the clothes you're wearing. You're just aware of what's going on spiritually. And so I was taken up into heaven, and I found myself flying on a jet in heaven. Not like a big jungle liner, but like a, you know, like a private corporate type jet. And I was flying in this jet, and I'm looking at the inside of it, and I turned around and looked, and sitting over across from me was Joseph St. Joseph of Cupertino. How many of you ever heard of him? How many of you? Ever, I see a few hands go up. How many of you ever heard of the city of Cupertino, California? Oh yeah. And uh, what, what company has their base there? Little bitty company. They make a few dollars every year. And Who knows what I'm talking about? Apple. Yeah, so they're imported out of Cupertino. Most people, even in Californians, don't know why that city is called Cupertino. They have no idea where the name came from. But that name was actually given to that city by Spanish missionaries who had come from Europe and were big fans, big believers in Joseph of Cupertino from Cupertino, Italy. Mm. Who was Joseph of Cupertino? He was a flying monk. Ooh, come on, do a little this with did <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not talking about the flying nun, you know, the TV show. <laughs> I'm talking about the real monk that really
0: flew.
1: <laughs> he would get in the spirit often, which is usually daily, and up he go. Every single time, every single time. The, they brought the situation before the Pope. In rome and said what are we going to do with this guy i mean this is quite a crowd attraction when you have somebody flying around the monastery and uh going up in the air all the time what are we going to do with this guy every time he has a vision and goes into a trance up he goes uh, so what should we do and the pope wisely said he said this man is a sacred treasure from god put him in the most hidden and remote monastery that we have okay so they would put him on the top of a mountain in a little bit monastery that nobody ever heard of The word would get out. The flying monk is in the monastery. And thousands of people would come. And nobility came from all over Europe. And they they would come not only because of that gift of levitation, they call it the Catholic Church, they call it levitation, but also because God had so touched his mind. He used to be the one that they said, You're an impossible case. You're a total idiot, Joseph. And all they could do was assign him to take care of the donkey. So he took care of the donkey, cleaned up the mess in the stable. But when that anointing kept coming up on his mind, he was so close to the Lord. When that anointing became so strong on him, they said, "No, he's not an idiot. He's a genius, and uh, he just had incredible mind." And the greatest theologians from Rome came to the monasteries that they would move him around to to ask him the most technical and difficult theological questions. Whenever they had debates about stuff or couldn't figure out certain scriptures. They would go to him and they all said that his knowledge, which he had no training, his knowledge surpassed the greatest minds and the greatest theologians of the day. And so you had queens, kings, princes, knights, nobles, they all saw him fly. One time they demanded that he go to Rome to appear before uh, the Pope. And when he went before the Pope, he got so excited, up he went, right before the Pope. (laughs) So he was seen flying by thousands of people. I've got a picture on my phone of a Pentecostal preacher, when he was a boy, standing on the pulpit preaching and going up, he's lifted up three feet off the air, standing in the air, preaching the gospel. Amen. Get ready you Amen. haven't seen anything yet. Amen. Amen. Just in case I'm not able to fly yet. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Well, I was in that airplane in heaven, and I turned around and there was Joseph of Cupertino sitting in the seat uh, next to me, just he and I on the plane. I looked up at the front, there was no pilot. In heaven, we didn't <laughs> need a pilot. And uh, actually, the whole airplane even was, even an angel taking that form. Angels can shapeshift. Don't let that throw you. That's all throughout the Bible. They can take the appearance of horses. They can even take the appearance of people. They can look so much like a normal person. You may want to squeeze the person next to you tonight just to make sure. But tell them, oh, I don't want to get you any coronavirus, but I just want to see if it for the <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, I looked over at Joseph of Cupertino, and I know I know exactly who he was because he's a capuch- Capuchin monk, and I know the color of the clothing they wear, and I, knew, I just knew who he was. And um, he stood up on the plane and uh, walked over by the door, and uh, uh, because you do be things in heaven, just walked right through that door area and walked out on the wing and stood out on the wing of the plane. <laughs> and I, I kind of thought, I wonder if I could do that. And so I got up out of my seat and I walked to the wall of the airplane too, and I stood on the wing. And I stood on the wing, and he looked at me and smiled. While I was standing on the wing, he smiled, and he just does this and drops off the wing. <laughs> and down he goes, and he starts flying. And he kind of like motion to me, too. And I stepped off the wing and started flying. And we started flying through heaven, over mountains, over lakes, over streams. It's a lot like Earth. It's just way beyond beauty. And we came into the heavenly city. Uh, if any of you like the city, you are like heaven because, in a sense, it's a city. It's a giant city with no pollution. Uh, you know, whenever we go to Manhattan, we love it. But boy, the, the sewer smells can really hit your heart sometimes down there in Times Square. None of that in heaven, of course. And so we flew into uh, heaven, and he took me right into an area where the 24 elders were at. Mm. Which now they, they, They're not always around the throne room. Many times they are, but there's other times they disperse. They walk into the city. And they walk around and minister to people and things like that. So they had just finished a meeting or something like that. And he took me up to one of the 24 elders. And they're very interesting. I don't know if they look like ancient men that are extremely old. But I don't know really if they are men or what they are. uh, Or I don't know what. They look just like a man. But real, real old, full of wisdom. And one of them, if you heard the story on my show with Roth, he ministered to me by praying over me because I I couldn't sleep well anymore. Uh, And my sleep was getting disrupted. I'd get so tired during the day. But he ministered to me and I was completely healed after that experience. Now, let me say this, if any of you have certain dreams, certain mantles that are received, I'll give you an example. Joseph of Cupertino is known throughout the church world as the patron saint over all pilots, Mm -hmm. okay? So if you're having an encounter in that area, okay, uh, some kind of a pilot, something others coming up, or you have a future in aviation, on aircraft or something like that because he's the patron saint over that entire department okay and although they're in heaven and their job is done they still have an interest on the earth for those that go along those paths where they're honored it's just like elijah the prophet he's in heaven but he still has a keen interest in everything that goes on in israel okay so they're able to look down they're able to receive information they're able to know certain things praise the lord so some of you are going to have dreams you're going to have encounters And it's because there's something from that person God wants to get from them over onto you because you need it, because there's a similar identity. There's a similar anointing. Does that make sense? Yes. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Something fresh, something new. Praise God. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo, there's going to be a a purple anointing. Now, Pastor Mosway told me last night that tonight is the purple, all the ushers. assistants are wearing purple tonight yes and so sorry if i didn't quite merge into the purple flow but i know in the spirit there's a purple anointing that is going to come down that has a lot to do with the renewing of your mind Uh, that's the purple i call it the purple butterfly mind romans 12 verses 1 and 2 the renewing of the mind to thoughts of royalty the thoughts of prosperity the thoughts of you are seen with christ in the heavenly realms glory to god so there's a purple anointing will fall upon you tonight Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord, we give you praise tonight. Yes, Lord. Now, some of the things I'm sharing, I, I'm, I'm kind of playing. I'm kind of. I, I know you're as you're checking me out. I'm checking you out too at the same time. Okay, that's okay.
0: isn't
1: Uh In other countries, uh, you can go off the deep end real quick because they already have what exposure. Okay, they already have exposure, and you you know what's cooking. I was in a meeting one time with a great prophet. I mean, there's a heavyweight prophet, and uh, you know. A lot of people uh, in the auditorium would it, would it easily fill this up, and the prophet says, he says, um, he says, the prophet Joel. has well, just come into the building. Now people start looking around, and wondering, Joel Kostin oh, just walked in. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Not that Joel. This is the prophet Joel from the Bible, who the Lord has allowed to come down in, in a vision to to watch what's going on in the meeting. But see, in other nations of the world, that stuff's just normal. Mm-hmm. That's just normal. These visitations. These, these experiences traveling in the spirit. So sometimes in America, I have, to go, I have to go a little bit slower and build people up to speed so we get ready for these things. Mm-hmm. Because there's gonna be those that are here tonight, God's gonna to wanna to put a translation and launching upon them. Yes, yes, okay? yes. Translation and launching. Yes. Okay, so right now, in, in the earth, we have seven billion people plus. There are two billion people who have never heard the name Jesus. I'm not talking about, you know, haven't maybe made a decision. Well, I'm talking they've never heard. Another way to think of it is that at the same time, in the earth, completely, you have 17,000 different ethnic groups, okay? An ethnic group would be uh, that's not a nation. That that's these sometimes tribes, these people groups that are within nations. Well, around the world there are over seventeen thousand ethnic groups. Remember when Jesus said in Matthew chapter twenty-eight, "Go into all the nations, go into all the world, and preach the gospel to all the nations." That word "nations" is actually in the Greek. This word "ethnic." So mm-hmm. let's get it to every ethnic group. Well, that that nation has already heard about Jesus. Well, there's many ethnic groups that nobody ever has within that country, okay? So there's 17,000 ethnic groups in the world today, and there are 7,000. There are 7,000 that we know for a fact. They've never heard the name Jesus ever before. They've never heard anything about a book called the Bible. They have no clue of that, nothing. So God wants to release that translation of the 19th because many of these countries are in what's called the 1040 window. There are areas of the world where there's fierce persecution. And sometimes the only way to get there and to preach the message, because look, look, the angels won't preach the gospel. That's not their responsibility. That's not their assignment. God's given that task to us. So there's going to be times when the Holy Spirit's going to move upon you, and you just yield and let him take you, and you'll find yourself preaching the gospel in other nations. And there'll be sometimes when, when you don't just go alone, you go with somebody. Praise the Lord. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Ooh, say, I've received. I receive. Oh, Lord, may give you praise. Mm. Mm. I ministered at a church in Atlanta. The pastor, excuse me, the evangelist who had just come just before me, he preached the week before. I came after him. The pastor said, he said, Brother Stephen, he said, the man of God that came before you said that, he was ministering in a certain country, in a certain city that was overrun with a Muslim attack. And the Muslims were having, you know, swords and, uh, and guns and they were, started killing all the Christians. And he said, that man was there. He was there in that city when that happened. And he said, A man came up to him with a machete, about this long, Mm. raised it up and was gonna split him in two. Gonna cut him from the head down, split him right in two. Mm -hmm. And he said, the moment the the machete was brought down, God translated the minister. Mm. (laughs) And translated him into a first-class business uh, hotel where they were serving, uh, you know, like uh, nice snacks and drinks. And he was translated into this hotel right when a waiter walked up and said, may I serve you, sir? I was on a train with all these desserts and assortments, and he's just like, I just had a guy trying to split me open. Now a guy's passing me a, you know, a cheese sandwich. (laughs) And uh, see, God God can get you in, and God can get you out. Praise the Lord. There was was a, a pastor in Africa, and every time God went translating, God told him to go to the airport, Okay. And uh, don't go through, because you don't have a ticket, so don't, don't go through the customs, and don't, don't like try to get into the line, but go to the airport and go to the, the bathroom terminals, mm. uh, terminal the bathroom. And he says, okay, I'll do that. So the Lord says, don't bring any suitcases or anything like that. So he would get in his car, drive to the airport, and he would go you know inside the airport and all, and go into a certain bathroom, and the Lord said, go into the stall. And he'd go into the stall and close the door, and the moment he'd lock the door, he'd be gone off into a different nation preaching. Wow. And he was done preaching, the Holy Spirit was sending him right back to that same stall. He turned around, opened the door, come back out. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No no, no uh, none, of, none of that stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay, we're talking about great exploits. We're talking about proofs. Mm. Mm. Proofs. Mm. And many of these things are going to be videoed, and uh, mm. many of these things are going to be caught on camera. It's time for the glory of the Lord to be revealed. Yes. So i also like what apostle gary was saying earlier you're gonna have to step into these things by faith mm-hmm. there are those sovereign moments when god just hits you and you're like Ooh, 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 ooh. That, that's cool. yeah and that's that's cool but this is what i learned um and this was I'll, I'll be a little honest to you this was a little frustrating with me when i was in word of faith circles because I was, I was heavy in Word of Faith, and uh, amen, praise God, brother, amen, Hold the Word, amen, confess the Word. No, well, I mean, I, I, we, we ate it up. I, I still, that's a big part of my DNA. But uh, uh, the Word of Faith was a little bit like, you, you have to wait for God to move. Well, I, 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 there is a part of that where it's true, but there's another part where I started getting around prophetic people, and they can just stir it up and go with it. Yeah. Uh, such as Bill Hammond, uh, Bishop Bill Hammond. You know, you could just stir yourself up. And... Uh, yeah, you might need just a moment, like if somebody wakes you up at three o'clock in the morning, but yeah, kind of get with it, okay? And that anointing will kick in, you can start prophesying. You don't you don't have to wait until you have a prophetic conference three months later. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I learned things like that, to start started getting around prophetic people. And remember also what you respect, God will draw it to you, and then He'll begin to give you exposure, and then what happens you start stepping into it. I remember one time me and Kelly were traveling. Uh, through Albuquerque as we were driving across the country, one of our many cross-country trips where we had our motor home years back. And uh, we stopped at Albuquerque because there's a conference, and uh, the host, the, the pastors, wanted us to drop off, so we did. And uh, Bob Jones was there, and he had just finished ministering when we went to the back room, and Bob Jones was still on the anointing, and uh, I, I walked up to him, I, I said, uh, hi, Bob. He said, hi. He said, would you like to go there? Now, a lot of Christians, they start looking around for a ladder. Well, we better walk and change the light bulb. What do you mean? But you know, that's what he meant. He he had that anointing. He was, his faith in that area was so developed. He could go up. He could go up just almost any time. And his, his faith was so strong, he could pull you up with him. Let me jump back, and am gonna come right back to the story. Joseph Cupertino was so developed in his faith of walking with God and going into visions and being lifted up, many times he would grab people and take them up with him. Mm-hmm. One time he grabbed a little lamb because mm-hmm. one of the monks in the monastery said, Joseph, that little lamb it just reminds me of Jesus. And see, things like that would trigger him because he was so wired for the spiritual. He got so excited one time when somebody <laughs> said that. He took the lamb and threw the lamb up in the air, way up in the air, supernaturally, and then up he went with it, and they both stayed in the air for 45 minutes everybody <laughs> looking at him. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. He could go up, and they never knew what was gonna happen. That's why they wisely always tried to hide him because the pope never wanted to make a circus that out of that. It was something very sacred, very holy. Mm. Now, back to my story. Uh, so Bob Jones said, would you like to go up? And you know, he had that funny accent, uh, country accent. I said, yes, I would. And he just touched me just like that. And the next thing I knew, I was in heaven. Now, I'm in Albuquerque, but I had gone into a vision. And I had gone into the vision. I saw myself in, in, in the city of God, the city of heaven. He said, he said, why do you say? I said, I'm in the city of God. There's gold everywhere. The street's gold, paved gold. He said, he said, dude, He said, follow the road. And then there was a golden road, and so I just started to start walking on it. I'm walking in the spirit. And he said, what do you see? I said, it's leading out of the city. He said, keep on following it. And so I, I just kept walking on this path, and uh, it turned into a dirt path that went out into the country. And he said, now where's it going? I said, it's going into a dirt path. I'm going out into the country. He said, you're called to the nations. Mm. Mm. Now you know how you get a uh, interpretation of walking on a dirt path out in the, out in a desert. Excuse me, country road. How that means the call to the nations. That's the prophetic interpretation ability right there. But it was true, and we've been still you know traveling and flying around and things like that, going to the nations. But I realized also that yes, there there is an ability to go up. There's an ability to go up. So last year I was ministering in Indonesia. And I told that story, I, and, and my translator, she was translating from English into the native tongue. And I, I said, I said, now, well, I, what happened to me years back was Bob Jones touched me, and he said, he said, go up. And I tried to demonstrate to her. I said, he said, he touched me, and I, and I touched her head like that. But When I touched her head, she went up right on the spot. Yeah. Her spirit was Amazing. gone. And she was, she, was, she was in heaven for a few minutes. And she she couldn't translate it. She's seen the glory of heaven. She's seen the wonders of heaven. And after a few minutes, her spirit began to pull back out of that and she found herself back on the platform. You know, all the people looking at her wondering what just happened. And she was able to tell that everything she just saw. Mm -hmm. I'm smelling fresh oil right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Fresh
1: oil is coming over you right now for a new visitation, for a new encounter, for a new encounter. Mm -hmm. In a very in a very holy way. You've never seen the Lord, but you would like to raise your mm-hmm. hand. You've never seen. Him. Now I'm not saying he's gonna get it right in front of you and say, Now look! Do you see me?
0: Look! <laughs>
1: now, I'm not saying it's gonna be But I believe something's gonna happen where you're gonna see. Yes. Maybe from a distance, yes. maybe from a side angle or something like that. If you'd like to see the King of Kings, you know, just raise your hand. You know, there's not something we can force, but in the 19, there's an open door, and I'm smelling fresh oil all, all over the place. So, Father, with every hand raised and every hungry heart. Uh, Father, this is not something that is being demanded. This is just something that there's a grace for right now. And I just ask that you would reveal the Lord Jesus to your people. Father, we thank you that we'll all see him eventually. But Father, there are those that you just, you release that grace they are able to see him. And then there's a purpose for that. So I just release that anointing received right now Mm -hmm. in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. So, Father, we thank you for the fragrance of roses. The Lord's trademark signature scent is the rose of Sharon. And we thank you for new visitations and new encounters in the Spirit. See, I receive. I receive. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Woo! You just take it by faith and just step into it. The Word is the foundation that you stand on. And you can step off that Word into these experience. And the next thing you know, you have what? You have proofs. Mm-hmm. You have proofs. You don't have theories. You have real experiences, real encounters, and it'll always work. It'll always work. So often, when the Lord speaks, it just causes faith just to explode in your heart. And all it took was for Jesus to tell Peter, step out. You know, Peter said, hey, uh, Lord, if it's really you, you know, bid me that I come. And the Lord said, he said, come. And that one word, people say that Jesus uh, allowed Peter to walk on the water, water, and they say Peter walked on the water. He did, but technically he walked on the word so when the lord said come it was that word that supported him because we, we all know the water won't correct that's right. mm. thank you jesus praise the lord mm. so some of you are going to receive the word in the visitation you're going to receive the experience and that word will empower you to step into that area of destiny that will allow you to do a great exploit for the glory of god mm. it, it is that powerful it is that powerful that's why i do the things that i do today because it's what god has called me to do I don't try to do other things. I don't try to tackle other assignments God has called me to do. Praise the Lord. One minister, he, a very anointed minister, great teacher. He he's from another country, but one time he went to minister in Japan. And he said the teaching, when the Japanese people heard it, they said the teaching from the Word of God was so life-changing they wept. They said, We've never had anybody open up the Word of God and teach us like this before. Please, please come back. And minister the word to us and you know make this something that's ongoing So he said he left Japan got on the airplane to fly back to his country on a 10-hour flight For the first nine hours of the flight He did nothing but plan out all of the work that they were going to establish and do in Japan because he was very good He's very apostolic so he made all the notes. He would do this 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 we're gonna We're gonna shake that nation and after having done that for nine hours the Holy Spirit spoke to him on the plane and said Japan is not your assignment. He took all of his notes and just threw them away. He said that, the Lord the Lord, Lord told him, that assignment is for somebody else. That's not for you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So you stay in your zone. Yes, stay in your faith. Yes. Because there's so many things you can yes. do to try to do all of this. You're never going to get it done. You have to go after the things that God puts on your heart. And that's that dream thing on the inside of you that God put on the inside of you. That's that great exploit. That thing you think, God, could I? Could we? Would, would you actually get behind that? Lord's like, yes, go for it. Believe me, I'll do it for you. But mm-hmm. just step out. Put your faith to it. Yes. Understand that God is a faith God. When, when the children of Israel came to Jericho, the Lord spoke to Joshua, and, and it says, and All Jericho was shut up. And the Lord spoke to Joshua and said, See, I've given you the city. Mm. You look at it and say, Well, Lord, <laughs> man, those are some big walls. Uh, what do you mean you've given it to me? Uh, look at all the armed defenses. Look at all the spears and bows and arrows hanging <laughs> over the side. The Lord said, I've given it to you. In other words, I've already done it. But see, that's like a prophecy. You have to walk it out now. The power's there. The provision will come. You have to start stepping into it. Woo! Amen. And then they go on the AI. Had a little setback. Then they got it all corrected. And then they finally get it all right. And they're ready to attack AI. And the Lord says, see, I've given you the city. And he does it again. What? That's the way he is. That's the way he talks. He's a faith God. He calls those things that are not as though they already were. And you need to start doing the same thing. Amen. See, anybody can call it the way it is. It doesn't take any faith. Mm. It doesn't take any faith. But to call the things that are not as though they already were. That's why Abraham did that and was called, you know, the father of faith, basically. Mm. Yes, Lord Jesus. Mm. God's going to do it for you. Tell the person next to you, say, God's going to do it for you. Tell them you're going to do great things for us. Okay, you're going to need some help. You're going to need the Holy Spirit. Yes. You're going to need angels. Yes. yes. And you are all. You also have, you have those that are in heaven who have a great interest in you. I'm not talking about your grandmother, okay, or something like that, or a family member in your bloodline. You, ha- you have those that are not only what I would call familial or family ties. You also have those that have a spiritual interest in you because there's a spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. This is not just for ministry. These things can be for business. Okay, because I'm looking at some people in here. You're going to be a multi-millionaire. But I see you right now already as a multi-millionaire. Yes. Okay, I see big times. I see huge times. I see the gospel going forward. And all of these unreached people groups and 2 million people that have never even heard the name of Jesus. Never even heard it. They're going to help make it possible as a finest financier of the kingdom of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. See, in my county... That i live at in north carolina in my little county there are over 300 baptist churches alone so they're almost on every corner okay but think of it two billion people have never even heard what a church is have never even heard jesus and never even heard about the bible never know anything about genesis or revelation is totally they have no clue of any of that so we have a responsibility to do our part through great exploits and whether that's to raise up provision what? So the gospel can be preached or to bring things forth that better humanity to do our part. God's got something for you. Now, before I close and I start praying for, for you tonight, I need to tell you this. God does have a plan for you at the top. And it doesn't involve luck. Well, you know, Pastor Stephen, some people were born rich and others wasn't God's will. You know, that's, the, that's total baloney. Anybody that will obey and serve the Lord, God will take you to the top if you are interested in going there. Mm. So if you're interested in that tonight, you're destined to carry out great exploits. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Let me say this. I feel love to say this. Some of you, in a righteous way, God's going to make you famous. And it's not bad. Remember, God told Abraham, I will make your name great. To have a great name is what? It's fame. It's fame, done the right way. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest names on the earth is Billy Grant. He had a great name and he didn't cheat anybody, didn't squirm with anybody, didn't steal from anybody, didn't do any naughty deeds behind the scenes to make things. No, he didn't do any of that and he still had a great name. So God's gonna give many of you a great name in the earth. And there's gonna be people that know you, Even I believe in other countries, praise God. Say, i receive. i receive. received. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Please stand up tonight.
0: Woo. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Let's pray in the Spirit just for a moment because the purple anointing is just hanging, hanging, hanging here tonight. Father, we give you praise. Just pray in the Spirit just for a moment. Lord, we give you praise. Glory. Woo. The purple prosperity of God. Yes, yes. The royalty of God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Mm. The jasmine fragrance and other purple fragrances are going to begin to come in. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 There's going to be a shifting, a seismic shifting in finances. So Gary, get ready. That's going to turn it all around. It's been a big test. Hallelujah. That's mm-hmm. going to turn it all around. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Jesus. That's what it was. There's, uh, there's some heavyweight Lydias in this meeting tonight. Mm-hmm. Lydia was a businesswoman in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's some heavyweight Lydias in the spirit. Tonight I see multi-millionaire businesswomen. Hallelujah. 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 I was... I was ministering in London, and this very humble, sweet lady picks me up in her be- beautiful Range Rover. But very, so, so meek and mild and sweet, such a sweet lady. <laughs> and she said, "She said, Pastor Stephen, I'm a miss- miss woman. I thought that's wonderful. I thought she probably has two employees. Was so sweet, she had 500 employees. <laughs> She said, Pastor Stephen, I'm a female Boaz. See, Ruth married a Boaz. Mighty man of wealth. Mm. Get ready. Get ready. Whoever wants to step into, ladies, especially the Lydia anointing, get your hands up. Men, you want to step into the Boaz anointing. It says he was a mighty man of wealth. Put your hands up. Praise God. Mm. Oh, any Jewish person, and Jesus was Jewish, knows the value of money. Even Judah. Ooh, even Judah, one of the patriarchs, when they are about to kill the brother of Joseph, Judah said, oh, don't do that, we could sell it. Ooh, ooh, we could make some money. <laughs> the mind, the mindset, the mind, the Jewish mindset of prosperity, hallelujah. But it's going to be work for all, positive for the glory of God. For good, for good, for good, for good. There's those in the here, you're going to send off huge checks so ministers can publish printing presses the published biblical material, teaching material. Others of you will be uh, sole contributors to cover airtime. You'll say, "I'll cover the entire network. I'll cover the entire airtime for that whole nation." Now go and cover the whole nation. So, Father, we just thank you. And when you get to heaven, you're going to have so many people hugging on you, kissing on you, praising God because they worked for you and helping the gospel to be preached. They go to hell. Oh, they're going
0: to be your friend forever, literally. Lift your hands, lift your hands.
1: So, Father, we just thank you. The purple anointing is hovering. Father, we thank you for the Lydia anointing. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for ideas from heaven that are going to come down. Businesses for the women that are going to be blessed. They're going to start businesses. Those that have them are going to flourish and prosper. Lord, let that anointing fall now in the name of Jesus. Let it come out upon your shoulders in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Provision, provision. Some of you need provision to get this thing off the ground. God's going to send it. Hallelujah. And God will send some of you partners that you need, partners that you need, Woo! to bring forth the provision. Hallelujah. 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 Some of you will even set up corporations. Uh, The frankincense is really beginning to swirl now. Some of you are going to set up corporations. And because God wants there to be shareholders and stockholders, and watch—you're going to make others millionaires because of your business, your corporation that you set up. And that is the destiny. shareholders. Utah in the prosperity. And Bill Gates made—he oh, made millionaires out of so many people. He made millionaires all over that state. Who rode that blessing of that Microsoft wave? Oh, praise God! One of my neighbors with this beautiful home there, uh, living on the mountain where, where me and Kelly were, are uh, very close to. We went to his house and I said, "Beautiful house." He said, "Oh, I sold my shares in Microsoft, and that's how he paid for that house." Oh, God's going to bless you. Oh, get ready. Now, the Boaz anointing is a different type of anointing. It's a very manly anointing. Might even change the way you dress. Hallelujah. Ooh. Might get some men uh, into some more, a little more of a masculine situation. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. The Boaz anointing is very, very strong. Very, very strong. All oh, men that want to step into that, where you can be a Boaz donor, lift your hands. Lift your hands. Trying to get the color. Thank you, Lord. I have a lot of brown in this one Because you've got to be real humble. Don't use it as a weapon to intimidate people. Don't use your wealth as as a sense to be a hot shot or hurt people or, or, or to humiliate people. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, Father, we just thank you for the brown mantles, the brown mantle of Boaz coming down. Lift your hands. In the name of Jesus, receive, Father, thank you, the Boaz mantle falling now upon your shoulders. Hallelujah. And some of you felt something come right over your shoulders. Oh, glory, the heat, even fire, fire on your shoulders. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Uh, lift your hands, my friend. Lift your hands. So, Father, I just release anointing. Thank you, Father. What's your name? Andrew. Andrew, Father, I just thank you. I just release anointing over Andrew. The uh, fire is on his hands. Father, make him a fisherman. Make him a fisher of men, a soul winner, a soul winning magnet. Father, I just thank you. Glory to God. I do see nations. And do you feel the heat on your hands? Yeah, they are, aren't they? Praise the Lord. They're real hot. That's a little bit of an understatement. So, Father, I just thank you. I release healing the anointing. That he will walk in the gifts of healing. I thank you, Father, for fresh anointing. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, to give you those doors to share the gospel. You'll pull them in. You'll pull them in. So, Father, we just thank you. As long as you put the Lord first, he'll give me anything that you want. It may not show up overnight, but it will all be added to your life. Okay? So, Father, I just thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, please have a seat just for a moment. Lord, we give you praise. Praise God. I want to continue the ministry. But let's, let's honor the Lord. And sow a seed. Okay, let's worship the Lord with some giving tonight. Praise God. So, also, Gary has given me permission to receive an offering for my ministry. If you want to keep sending me and Kelly around the world, and one of the one of the things is we don't have to travel as much as we used to because of the internet and also because of television ministry, our Pure Gold TV show. But still, there are times there can be no substitution for the personal touch and impartation. So, if you'd like to sow into our ministry, we want to give you an opportunity to do that tonight. And I want you to sow into, if you're a lady, I want you to put Lydia on there, okay? If you're a man, I want you to put Boaz on on your check. If you want to write a check, make it out to Stephen Brooks International. If you want to give tonight by credit card, raise your hand. And the ushers, they're already passing out credit card forms if you need that, okay? So, sow seed into that anointing. Thank you, Jesus. This is the purple royalty anointing. You're sowing into God's purple royalty anointing. Men, the Boaz anointing to touch your life. Thank you, Jesus. Ladies, the Lydia anointing. Lord, we give you praise. Apostle Gary, I don't know why, last time the fragrance was always real strong right here. And just swirling right here. Prophet said, you smell that too? I do. It's like walking through a cloud of heaven. Over mm-hmm. here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. There's a, there's a rainbow colored angel standing over there. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you know the, the rainbow has been hijacked, but it's gone originally and it will always come back to you? <laughs> the rainbow's over the throne.
0: Uh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> woo! Woohoo! Woo! <laughs>
1: Why are I have a rainbow colored angel? Multiple anointings are getting released Ooh, tonight, still.
2: Mantles. See the different
1: colors, different mantles, different yeah. anointings. Good. Joseph's coat of many colors. Yes. Okay, get your giving ready. Get your giving ready. Last night, Apostle Gary gave me one of his coats. Yeah. Uh, I had actually left my coat in mm. North Carolina, didn't bring one. I believe it was the Holy Spirit. Me and Kelly kept trying to get my coat, and I just left without one. But last night at the restaurant, Apostle Gary gave me his coat and then he left first, he, uh, he left first. Yeah. And so we're all sitting there and off that very jacket, right here, yeah, well, the so gonna, look, look, right here. Now, now it, says, it says in Isaiah that the government would be upon his shoulders, referring to the Lord. The government would be upon his shoulders. Where does a mantle go? They would wear it over their shoulders back in the Old Testament days. And right here with that very jacket you gave me, Frankenstein's just started exploding. And then baby powder,
0: yeah,
1: a powder, a, a fragrance that would match yes. this yeah. really really yes. yes. well. Okay, so yes. uh, Pastor Oswe was getting it. Pastor uh, Debbie were all getting that. Yeah. And uh, and actually, this time was kind of funny. I was the last one to get it. And I started the pasture jacket over the Kelly, so I'm not getting it. And then, boom, it's like frankincense just begin pouring off of it right awesome. here, yeah. right here. Okay, so what does, yeah. what does frankincense mean in the spirit? It means you're receiving God's best blessing for your life. Whenever you're receiving frankincense in the spirit realm, that means God's giving you something special and a special blessing is coming into your life. Okay. What does baby powder represent?
0: Fresh.
1: Something fresh, something, something new. new.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo! Woo!
1: Glory. Okay, are we ready to give?
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Get a stand up. Stand. You can stand up. And you can just pass. You can pass. Uh, you can actually pass the buckets. Yes, that's the way we do it, right? We pass the buckets. Oh, oh, is that oh, how we do it, just like PFC? Awesome. Yeah, glory to God. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's pass the, the buckets. Front. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, you're sowing into the Liddy anointing, the purple anointing. And then you're sowing into the Boaz anointing. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. The glory to God. God is going to raise up many Boaz men in this house. Thank you, Lord. Please keep standing. If you pray in the Spirit, if you're praying the Spirit, you're going to start picking up on these things that are going on tonight. Deeper. Because the fragrance is getting stronger. Yes. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mm. How many of you are familiar with Isaiah 10, 27? The anointing removes the burden. Yes. And it destroys the yoke. Okay. The yoke was the, the device that the ox wore around his neck okay so what would happen back in the biblical days is when an ox would begin to pull the plow what could happen is that as that animal begin to as we would say sweat and get hot by pulling his muscles in his neck would enlarge because it's getting saturated with blood but they also have glands in, underneath their skin and oil begins to get secreted out of those glands and what happened many times is that their necks would get so big, it would shatter and break the yoke. Mm-hmm. Okay, So Isaiah 10, 27, the anointing, that oil, that secretion, removes the burden. Okay, See, you can get the burden off of you and stand up, but the yoke is still there. Okay, But God not only removes, removes the burden, He destroys the yoke. He destroys it. So that's where it comes from. That's why when Apostle Gary passed... That that coat, that mantle, there there's the fragrance was coming out right here, right here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's bring all the giving down towards the front. Let's bring the baskets towards the front. Lord, may we give you praise. Apostle Gary, I prophesy a financial turnaround for this ministry.
2: Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, Lord. I see it. Yes. Yes. And uh,
1: like the Psalm one twenty six, the tears are going to be wiped away. The weepy may have endured for a night. God's always carried you through.
2: Amen. He's always
1: carried you through. You never had the lack, but the prosperity is right there. Amen. And it's getting released. It's getting re- I say it's getting That's released right. tonight. Amen. It's getting released tonight. Amen. So Father, we give you praise. Please stretch your hands to the giving. So Father, we just thank you. <coughs> Woo!
0: <laughs>
1: we give you praise. Lord, there's, there's Lydia's here. I Amen. call them multi-millionaires now. I call those things that be not as though they already were, just like God does. Father, just like you do, just like Abraham did. And so, Father, we thank you. Lydia anointing be released upon this giving. And for the men, Boaz anointing, who was a mighty man of wealth, be released upon the giving. Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I receive. I receive. Woo! Amen. Please have a seat. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Just pray in the Spirit for a Thank you, Jesus. I'm not the only one in this room who's going to have their own claim. There's somebody else. Amen. There's two other people God's put it in your heart also, at least very solid, very solid. And you know it, you're going to get yours too. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The issue of the Let's pray in the Spirit this Praise Lord, Lord. God. At the right time, at the right place, you're you will be involved in an orphanage.
0: Mm.
1: You'll be involved in an orphanage covering the meals. by By, by ten o'clock in the morning, you'll have already fed three hundred people with your giving. Wow. You may not go there physically, but you'll come into a place of blessing. Well, you'll know every morning, you, you covered their breakfast, you fed them, wow. hallelujah. Wow. You'll be involved in the North Bridge. I believe it's the South of New York. God bless you. Wow. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Yes. Uh, Stephen, as soon as you were talking about um, the financial anointing coming on um, the church, yes. I just heard in my spirit. Tonight, I'm breaking the back of lack over this place. And I also heard the Lord say, and the proof of that will be healing in backs tonight. And I know, Apostle Gary, you and Stephen both have that back anointing. So when it's time, Stephen, you both need to pray for backs, all kinds of whatever car accidents, uh, whatever it is, scoliosis, whatever the back problems are. Amen. Amen.
1: Praise God. Amen. I, I know exactly where I got that anointing. It was from yes, my amen. spiritual father because before he prayed for me and I got around him, when he moved in that, I never had it. But after getting around him and his prayers, that anointing's on me. So we're going to get back in just a moment. Pray in the Spirit just for a moment. Lord, we give you praise. Yeah. Shaddai. Ooh, it's real the right there. Yes. Cheryl, the Lord bless you tonight. Where's
0: John? Okay. I'll wait for him to come back. We'll pray for that.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, should I. Pray the spirit, church. Pray the spirit. Glory. spirit.
2: Yes, Lord. Uh, there's a businessman in here tonight that has to make a, a decision. It's uh right now it's decision time, and the Lord wants to bless this business. So uh whoever this person is, um, if they could come up, you would pray for them.
1: So there's a businessman you have to make a decision.
2: Very important. It's a very important decision.
1: It could be Maybe even to shut it down, or you could be at a crossroad, and you're not quite sure. Maybe you're thinking to uh, take it public, or whatever it might be. If that's you, please come right now. Wave your hand, and, and come on up. Thank you. We have a brother here. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I
2: he's our pastor, Pastor oh, Chuck. Praise oh. the
1: Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord
2: Jesus.
1: What do you need? relating to that.
2: It down or
1: not, you said it. Don't okay. Care. Okay, let the Lord's will be done. Good man, You're a good man. Yeah, praise God. Pray in the spirit. What's your business call? Signature one, okay, okay. Okay, so you have, you have a moment right now to do something special, you have a moment right now to. Mm-hmm. A covenant with the Lord, yes, yeah. and to come into a financial covenant with Him. Um, if if you ever come into the Lord on the platform of a covenant, He is now involved with you, and He will never pull out. The only reason the covenant can be broken is if we pull out, okay, if we violate the terms and conditions. And I really feel you're a good man of the Lord, and so the Lord is given an opportunity to come, for a covenant, and He can raise it up. We know that with Lazarus or whatever the case might be. Would you like it raised up? Okay. What's your name? And Chuck, and you're a pastor? They said you're a Children's pastor. But okay, he's a so businessman. Yes.
2: And a That's business. his anointing. Yes. Okay.
1: So, Father, we just thank you for this business. Father, we just thank you for Chuck. You feel that? You feel that? That heat that came right there. Amen. Okay. No, That's the Holy Spirit. Know. Lord, we just give you praise. Uh, God's anointing you out. right now with a golden prosperity touch. Mm. Received in Jesus' name. Financial covenant with the Lord. The tithe belongs to him. Comes out first. Hallelujah. And offerings as the spirit leads. We thank you, Father. We cut the covenant. He cuts it. It's between you and him. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. We thank you, Father God. Now, Father, turn it around yes, and Lord. raise it back up. Yes, Give him Lord. The clients. Yes. Father, let the accounts be full. Let everything be in order. It's a new day. Thank you, yes. Father God. And God's assigning a new angel to you. Please pray with me in the spirit this promotion. So, blah, 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 blah. The angel's name is Mason So, Father, I release that anointing. We thank you for this new angel. There's going to be a lot of laughter. And uh, that's because it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And you're going to really know that really, really well. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive the turnaround, right the resurrection in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And this is part of the turnaround. This is part of the tournament for this ministry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, God bless you, Joe. Uh, Joe, uh, he's been through some challenges lately. Uh, Joe used to play ball for UCLA and then went on to play for the Cowboys. But the enemy's attacked his body, has attacked his finances, but he's been faithful. He loves the Lord and he has a calling on his life. So Father, um, I, can, I can even sense the attack of the devil against your life. I can smell the devil in the spirit that the enemy has really troubled you and has tried to hold back this plan. So, Father, right now, I lay my hands on Joe. Thank you, Father God, and I thank you for recovery in this food, healing in the bloodstream, healing in the foot in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I release a prophetic anointing, a prophetic mantle upon Joe, and he's going to begin to prophesy, Father God. And I thank you that he's taking care of his wife, Cheryl, and he's been a blessing to the children. And Father, he has a heart to give. His heart to give is bigger than even what would appear to be his physical heart. He is a big man, and he has a big heart. So, Father God, let this desire to be a giver, let it be released now in the name of Jesus, Father, We would call for turn around. And I break the enemy's plans. He's tracked you, and he's tried to stop, but he's somehow been able to see a little bit of your destiny, and he's tried to muddy that and mess it up. But the breakthrough comes in the name of Jesus. The breakthrough comes in the name of Jesus. So it's time to begin to praise the Lord because the provision is going to begin to flow, and the healing will now flow. Thank you, Father. Healing into that foot. I call for the miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father God.
0: years ago. You know Pastor Francis Miles from Arizona?
2: I think so. Yes. Yeah, he, he's an African pastor. Um, he's, he's also a friend of Sid Roth. I visited his ministry fellowship with him in Arizona four or five years ago and he gave a prophecy of trying to
1: ask him the Lord for a direction direction um, and I you know, walk into it. Yes. But what he told me the Holy Spirit was. I, I um,
2: after I finished playing ball, I was acting in Hollywood. Mm. And he's as I gave my testimony at his church, he said, the Lord is saying that is not
1: over. Okay, okay. You I'm were going to act in three movies and you're going to direct three movies. How many of you believe God will open the door yeah. and uh, the I just uh, I'm just breaking some things in the name of the Lord. All of them. All of it, off his back, all of it, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, that's done. Okay, let's all agree as a church family. Father, thank you. Open the doors for the roles in the, in the film, in the Hollywood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, he's going to be to be in health. He's going to need to be in hell. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help him with the right agents, somebody that uh, won't be will t- take advantage of him, give him a good agent. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Let him be discovered. Let him be discovered.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Glory to God. Lord, we give you praise tonight. Amen. Thank you, Father. Okay. Dr. Jesus is ready to go to work. If you have a back problem. Okay, now, before you come, come in faith. God's a faith God. In other words, when me and Apostle Gary put our hands on him, we're expecting you to take it right then, to take your, 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 your healing by faith. Based upon 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, that by his stripes you were healed, not going to be healed, but by the finished work of Christ at Calvary, you were healed, okay? So the moment we touch your back, just say, I've got it by faith, and you'll feel that anointing brush right into you. Praise the Lord, okay? So I want to pray for backs, particularly in the tailbone area. Say that again, you Your back's not oh, hurting. Praise God. God. Oh, yeah, Somebody help that lady down. Amen. Okay, come on. If you need a back, you know, mirror from your back. Come in faith. come in faith. Say that, say to yourself, this is my moment. Say, this is my moment. And I'd like to ask Apostle Gary to stand with me because we're going to minister. It's so the backs. Thank you, Jesus. Scoliosis, come forward. Scoliosis. I don't care if there's rods in there. Uh, it doesn't matter. Titanium in there. It doesn't matter. The Lord is ready to minister to His people. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Just take your time, Wait a little minute. Just come on up to the front a little bit. Thank you, Father. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pray for you first. Right after I lay my hands on you, I'm gonna go down the road to the next person. But as soon as I finish, Apostle Gary's gonna come with that double, double shot, Hallelujah. And he's gonna put his hands on you after I get done with you, praise God. So it's going into you? The Anarchy going into you tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah lift your hands to Jesus. Lord Jesus, we acknowledge you as the great physician. We acknowledge that you are the God who takes sickness and disease away from us. You bore it at Calvary. You took all of the pain, all of the symptoms so that we can be free. And tonight we celebrate you as the great physician, as our healer. And we thank you, Father God. That there's not one case that the mighty Lord Jesus tonight cannot heal. We thank you that he is the original manufacturer. And so we're going back to the original manufacturer to get everything put in right. And we thank you that everything's going to be made whole. So Father, we give you praise. We thank you in Jesus' great name. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to start with this dear lady right here. And just be praying in the spirit. I'll get to you in just a moment. I'll get to you in just a moment. Those of you that are out there in the office, just pray in the spirit, enjoy the Lord,
0: praise God. Yeah, the back. I'm here. I broke my hip for the the
2: now.
1: Okay, okay. When I the moment I touch you, release your faith. Release your faith. In the name of Jesus. Right now, into that back, right down there. In the name of the Lord, be healed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Glory.
0: Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Do you need anything? Just to receive blessing. Thank you, Father. Blessing. Thank you, Lord.
2: Scoliosis. Okay. And maybe arthritis. Lift your
1: hands. Thank you, Father. I rebuke scoliosis. Come off of her in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Take that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What do you need? Thank you. Receive in Jesus' name right now into that back. Fire of God. Thank you, Father God. It's going in. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to move around move a little bit. Amen. Move your hips around. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need?
2: During intercession, I got hit by a demonic spirit. Okay. A nerve in
1: my back, okay. Can I see you? Okay, in the name of Jesus, receive. Thank you, Father. Healing, thank you, Father God. I pull out the bark of the enemy. Thank you, Father God, for healing oil. Thank you, receive. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, my friend, healing for two major back surgeries. I had in the last six months. that are not very Well, and secondly, you just called me today. My wife's in the rest home, and her tailbone and her whole back is burning starting to cut. Okay. When will you see her? I'm going to see her tonight. Okay. Because the anointing is going to be all over you.
0: Go see her. Put God. your hands on her. In the name of Jesus, receive. Thank you, Father God.